Hello everyone and welcome to Grief Burrito. I am your host Jordan Shenton and aside me somewhere as ethereal as ever is Harrison Wilde. How are you Harrison? Hello, I'm good, thank you very much. Good, do you want to tell the listeners what we are and what we do? We are a comedy, gaming, movie and entertainment podcast, but all the way through October, we're going to be doing spooky stuff just as hard as ever. And this week we have the wonderful Russ from I Understood That Reference on joining us again for this bonus episode. Thank you very much, Russ. No problem at all. I'm waving, but we're not on camera, but I'm still waving. It's okay. I had my <laughs> hands in the air like people could see us. Um, like you just don't I, care. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'm, I was just going to say that we're on the same wavelength. Well, I'm yes. basically the Y from the YMCA. And I've just looked out the window and I can see my neighbours in the kitchens over the road looking at me. I, I was going to say, I claim, I, I'm going to claim the A from the YMCA, but I'm sure that's a, that that's a euphemism for something. So, Yeah, I think it might be, yeah. A, a perstubator, whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> nice. I'm going to take the C because, yes. Uh, I was going to okay, say, we, go. can, we can only be yam or yak. We can't do the full, <laughs> <laughs> the full thing. Yeah, yak is great. Yeah, let's go with yak. Let's go with yak. Uh, so today, we are going to be going over some Send In Your Spookies, which have been sent in. Uh, this one is from Reddit, Reddit user Ravage519. But first, Russ, you said you had a weird psychological thing you wanted to do to us before we begin. Yeah, I guess it's not also Ravage, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that's a reference to the old uh, Soundwaves transforming cat Ravage. If it is, Oh, I had good one man. of those. Yes, that was the one that was like, was it a, a cassette tape? A cassette, yes. Yes, I had that, and I I've never known what has happened to it, and I'm so annoyed because I loved that one. I think it might be at my grandma's still. I might have to see if I can find that. I think that's that's worth checking. I have laser beacon. I, that's a name I often go by. People like to call me it, but that's that's anyway. Let's sorry, sorry. I, we should probably it, get back to the psychological. Right. Let's do this psychological weirdness that you've got for it, us. Yeah. So so it's not it's not necessarily something you can do now, and it's I'm going to warn. I'm really going to warn people because anybody can do this. Okay, and it, okay. it ties into a really cool, like, myth and legend people will everybody has heard of. So I will preface it with really only do this if you have people in the house with you and you're not scared of things lightly because it's absolutely terrifying. But you've heard of Bloody Mary, right? Yes. yes. So does somebody somebody give a quick quick recap of what the Bloody Mary thing is or what you think what you you know it to be. So Bloody Mary is where you look into the mirror and you say Bloody Mary three times. Yeah. And then spooky shit happens and she comes and gets you she comes and gets you she marries all about you absolute perfection <laughs> absolute perfection because there is something about mary absolute perfection description of the <laughs> stop it so, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do anything so so uh, here's a thing in your spare time all you need is a is a mirror and a bit of light okay so go into a room again guys really be careful because this is terrifying so all you okay. need is a mirror and all you need is like a little bit of dim light, maybe a candle or like a lamp or something like that. So you just got to go into the barely lit room and just look at your own reflection and just stare into your eyes of your own reflection for a minute. And don't move, this. try not to blink and just look at yourself. Yeah. So this is where the whole Bloody Mary thing come from, that people would look into a mirror and they would say her name three times and something would come out with a mirror or a face would appear. Because what happens is your brain can't register the fact that you're looking at yourself and not moving. So it can't recognize itself. It doesn't know what's happening. So it will create its own stimuli. So your face will change shape. And That's right. It can yeah. change into kind of different things. Like like uh, your my, my face went entirely hairy or you might see like a loved one's face that maybe died or maybe still alive. It is absolutely terrifying. It so is, I don't know yeah. if you guys have tried it or if you ever would try it. 
I, I have tried it when I was I've a tried kid. It yeah. It wasn't when I, I... I didn't try it when I knew it was a thing. It was just... I had a mirrored wardrobe in my room. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I think... It, it might have been a full moon. So there was a bit of light coming in through the window. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and seeing my face change. And I fucking sat bolt upright in bed. Like what the fuck just happened? And it happened a few times whenever I'd wake up. Then I realized it was, you have to keep your eyes very still, don't you? You have to try and not move your eyes. Yes. Which yes. is quite a challenge, but it's very interesting to do. And it is really creepy. My eyes always tend to like, it looks like they start to glow a little bit. And then sometimes your face completely disappears, which is strange. Yeah, I've had it before. I've done it when I'm just like, do you know, you just stood staring at the mirror for a second. You just like need a minute. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so busy. I need to just chill for a second. I've done it. I just stared at myself. I'm like, my pupils are dilating and undilating very fast. <laughs> and I was like, wait, they can't be because the light's the same. So I'm like, oh, right. I'm just, my brain's fucking with me. All I'm right. just tripping to shit. Yeah, it's weird. I do. Have you done it when you're drunk as well? Oh, no, I would never no, do no. that when I'm drunk. Not, again, I didn't know this was a thing. This is just stuff I've done like when I'm bored or <laughs> drunk or whatever. Well, I was just like, I was drunk and did it and nothing like overtly strange happened. I just remember being stood there just like, ha. Huh. This is weird. And I just walked away. <laughs> I'm a demon. <laughs> you see, when I, when I do it and I look in a mirror and my face gets all hairy and slightly changed, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. This is such a relief. I don't have to look at my face anymore. But I guess some people might find it <laughs> quite distracting. Yeah. Look, yeah it's I've weird. never a hairy thing. That's, that's pretty cool that you see, like, mine's never like a texture. It almost looks like how pins and needles feels. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, a pretty good I mean, description. It's like, staticky almost and it tends to be like a purpley yellow color jeez also jordan it was very revealing that you were like you know when you get drunk and you just go look at yourself in the mirror for a minute yeah. without blinking i'm just gonna go stare <laughs> in my own eyes no, for a while no. you know how no, it is it's like no it's like when when you're drunk and you just like wash your hands and you just look in the mirror and you're just like huh <laughs> just coming to terms with the world you know what i mean mm, yes i don't think there's any back back walking that one man i think you've oh no i think, <laughs> I think you've, you said what you meant to say now. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You got me. So it, it's a it's a brain thing that makes it happen. Then is it? It's uh, it's not my mind brain. My mind brain. Yeah, the it's not like of... a a spooky thing. No, and that's that's the interesting thing about it. I guess is to see how something went from obviously spookiness and people couldn't explain it to yeah. relatively recently people have uncovered that it is the stuff about your brain can't recognize its reflection because the your brain also can't. If you're dreaming or if you're having a nightmare, your brain can't create a face from nothing. So every face you've ever seen in a dream is somebody you've potentially yes. met or somebody who's walked past you or whatever Someone your brain you've come can just, across before. Yeah, your brain just puts them, amalgamates them together to create something, but it can't create a new one out of nothingness, which is also interesting. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I do love stuff like that. I love the way that psychology can bleed into well science can blend into the supernatural mm. like i was listening to something the other uh yesterday actually and it was talking about where the the evolutionary benefit of believing in the supernatural and the spiritual comes from like they found there's a, a certain part of the brain that triggers when you think you are having a spiritual experience and they don't know if it's evolved to do that because it'll give you some benefit 
or if it's a byproduct of the way that the brain has evolved and it's like something that's left over that is like a ghost in the machine almost that causes itself as almost like a feedback loop. They don't seem to know what it is. And I think that's really, really interesting. That would be a great, like, so this is the pituitary gland. This is the cerebellum. This is the mad feckin' lad. This is, like... (laughs) (laughs) This is where you see demons. And this is the bit that makes you see things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is the the part where uh, Jordan looks himself repeatedly in the mirror. As we can see, it's the largest part of the brain. Because it's like there was a case of this this lady. This I suppose this is kind of spooky and weird. Uh, there was this lady who had I can't remember. The, it was called like hemi, What was it called? Hemisphobia. It, it wasn't a fear of the side. It was almost like the left side of her body didn't exist to her. And it's not that they didn't work. It wasn't like she couldn't use her left hand or or walk with her left leg. It's just like when she was looking in the mirror. This is I suppose this is kind of relevant she'd be doing her makeup and she would only do lipstick on the right side of her mouth. She would only do mascara on her right eye, only blush on her right cheek. She'd only uh, brush the right side of her hair and she just had no concept of importance to the left side of her body because of a brain injury. Wow. How weird is that? It sounds like the inspiration for Two-Face or something, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does kind of sound like that actually. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, so that that was literally what she was like, and there was there was a kid who had a brain injury who I can't think it was what's the thing he called? It's called like caragoscopia or something, and it's where you believe that the people in your life have been replaced with replicants that they aren't the people. No, just like replicas of the person, like they're imposters, basically. Oh, sorry, I thought you said replicants, and I was like, that's very specifically. I think I did, but I meant like replicas. (laughs) I was trying to think more like. There's a they young are... kid called Harrison Ford. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's, it was a weird concept, but apparently it's a real thing to the point where someone even killed their own stepdad uh, and opened up his brain to see if he had microchips inside of his head. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Like like but, McCain microchips like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was an awful a, a joke. Microwave chips. <laughs> that was a joke like circa 1993 there for anybody yeah, oh, who we didn't got it, know. we got it. This is, this is something that's come up before. This has come up in the podcast before. Jordan, was it when we first had Alex Austin on from Ronin Geek? Remember we were talking about whether you get microwave chips and they were in the little foil things. And then we were like, yeah. you can't microwave foil. Why were they in Fri- foil? Fries to go. Yeah, that's right. No way has that come back again. I mean, <laughs> it, the fries is the operative word here, if that's the case, if it has foil yeah. in it. <laughs> And do you yeah, know what else? That's a very the, good point. The spookiest thing, it was actually on, I think, the third episode of our Paranormal Spooky Spectacular last year when it came out. Ooh. Now, that is not a coincidence. I don't know what it is. Now, that is fucking spooky. See, this is why I think the universe is weird, guys, because stuff happens like that. And it's like, wh- how? How did that just happen? I, I was jogging around Dublin yesterday and a Guinness truck literally followed me around, almost as if daring me to drink all the Guinness in the See, world. See, there you go. That's the fucking universe. <laughs> it's after you. It's not my <laughs> yeah. Look, they do say Alcoholics Anonymous is about giving over to a higher power, right? So clearly the higher power was like, we're not going to run you over with a Guinness truck, bud. <laughs> not, stop it. I'm a good noodle. Please. Please. <laughs> uh, so should we read our spooky... I uh, send in your spooky, by the way. We should probably read that as people are probably here for the paranormal stories, aren't they? 
That's a very um, good point. Yes. Yeah. So this story, as I said, comes from Ravage the Transformer five one nine on on Reddit. So this is again based in England, as I wanted to keep one that was sticking with the local theme from last episode so sticking with more the small small town spookies as opposed to the big world spanning like ufos and bigfoot that kind of stuff so let's see what ravage says he says when i was younger i traveled to england for a working holiday so actually he wasn't from here he went to south i went to the south of england he's probably i went to the south of english i went to the south of england and stayed in a town called torquay there is a national park there called Dartmoor, and a few friends I'd met decided we should go there for a night, for a midnight hike and some stargazing, which, to be honest, that sounds lovely. At about 1am in the morning, I was dying for a pee, so I told my friends I'd be right back, and off I went to duck behind a rock like a caveman. <laughs> uh, I had my pee and returned to find my friends scattered around the rocks shouting my name i yelled at one of them saying i was here and they all ran to me in absolute shock i asked what was happening and they said i'd been missing for three hours jesus i checked my phone and true as the sky is blue it was past 4 a.m my friends said that after about 20 minutes of me not returning they started walking around the clusters of boulders and rocks, which are about 20 by 20 meters wide. Uh, it says so not very big. That's some big fucking I was boulders, just, man. Jesus. Yeah. Is, yeah. 20 meters is pretty giant. Uh, but I was gone, completely vanished. Not a trace to be found. I don't remember any of it. I remember going for a pee, peeing, and then returning. No blackouts, no fuzzy periods absolutely nothing but they think i was abducted by aliens or something needless to say i never went back to dartmoor and about a year later i left england and there's still no idea what happened or where i'd been oh wow weird is that that's serious last time think he like stumbled into some parallel time rift or something well, it's the fact that they don't remember anything about it at all. It's literally just like they went for a pee and came back. Yeah. Well, that's like time dilation. Like time flowed faster wherever they were stood for a moment. But they weren't there at all. Yeah. That's but, such a weird one. What I find interesting is that it was obviously, like he said, he looked at his phone and he could tell the time. So this isn't something that happened, you know what I mean, like uh, 60, 70 years ago. This is a modern phenomenon. So this is something that people had modern technology for. You know what I mean? So it's not as if it just yeah. was like a spooky thing from years ago that can never be recorded or whatever. This is something that he has a visual information about, like, you know, that's which is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Maybe he, like, peed on a singularity and it was like, you know what, fuck this, and it just, like, bent time around yeah. him. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah, that's what you get for peeing on me. It's obviously not a kinky singularity. Or it loved it, and it was like, oh, more. Oh, stay here uh, for three hours. hours with me. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a kinkularity. Kinkularity, hey. yeah, exactly. That'd be like a, a black hole, but it's leather. <laughs> nice. Are you in a relationship? Nah, singularity. <laughs> oh, 
God, that's weird though. I wouldn't. I would not like that to happen to me if I if I'm going to be real honest with you. No, no. Yeah. I wonder. See, a lot of people do say that lost time is caused by aliens, and I I can imagine that Erica is screaming listening to this from Night Ghost because yeah. you know how she feels about aliens. But all I'm going to say she is, I like them at all. I don't think there was a pumpkin patch there, so I don't think he was safe. You know, no, there was nothing exactly. to scare away the aliens. Yeah. It was Jack. It was Jack. It was Jack. There you go. <laughs> Kinky leather Jack coming after God, him. That is weird, though, especially because, like, again, other people were there to experience what happened. Yeah. So. Yeah, just vanish for a few hours. Yeah. Because especially up somewhere yeah. like that, you're not just going to be like, well, I'm going to take off for three hours in at one o'clock in the morning in the middle of the, you know, you're not going to do that, like. No, Can no. you imagine that, like, going for a piss and then, like, you just finish up, zip up, and then they're just like... Where the fuck have you been? It's like, I literally just pissed. What What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> the, the lake where he was like, oh, Jesus, you yeah, did like, piss for a while. Just like filled up the rock bed. <laughs> <laughs> just like flooded. Local area flooded. After Pissing four man, hour charged. piss montage. Yeah. Montage. <laughs> a piss montage. <laughs> piss it's it the to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> piss it to the limit. <laughs> Oh, Piss but... along the razor's edge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. God, yeah, I hope I, that guy is okay. I'd be I would be freaked out to this day if I, I would was be him. very freaked. Like I know that the yeah. a lot of these places where there's like these standing stones are supposed to be like druid places, aren't they, where they cast the magics of old and all that sort of stuff. Do you think that could have had anything to D- do with it? Did he say what date it was or what time of year it was? Uh no, he didn't actually. Okay. Because it did it did I, say I pre- around sorry, go on. I presume if it was, if they were out at that time in the morning, it can't have been cold. Yeah. Mm. So you'd presume it was like a summer's evening. Because I was going to say druids are more powerful around Halloween, so the legend goes. So or uh, or the is it the summer solstice when with the longest day? Isn't there those standing stones that like map where the the sun goes up and down over through the year? Uh, it, it's like Stonehenge, and it catches the light, isn't it? And you can yeah, you can determine yeah. that yeah. It's like the longest day the stone uh, the stones line up where the sun sets or something. Hmm. I think it could be something to do with that. Very cool though. Very cool. Is there is there any like weird superstitions in Ireland, Ross? Like like that kind of thing or things that people stick to with that? Um only, only the kind of like I said, the banshee ones and what's originated or what's come from doing bonfires because bonfires are still a big thing. And again, that came from people wanting to ward spirits away. So that's really the only kind of traditionally, or oh, we're, we're afraid of this, so we still do. I mean, bobbing for apples, it, it, that is, came is about that because thing? people wanted to to see how fertile they were. And basically, if you when you were putting your head in the basin of apples, is that is that something yeah. you guys do in? Yeah, we bobbing, bobbing for apples, but I didn't know it was about uh, how yeah, fast I, I didn't could get pregnant. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a fertility thing. <laughs> yeah, so basically, if you, what they did was that if you if you got an apple, so if you put your head into the basin and picked out an apple and you uh, you cut it open, uh, the way the inside of it looked again something to do with pentagrams and blah blah blah. But if it looked a specific way, it would tell you how fertile maybe a, a woman was or how likely she was to have a child in the future. Okay. Oh, I thought it was going to be like. Oh, John got one of the like great apples out of the bin. It's like, wow, he must have a huge penis. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, the old apple <laughs> sack over there. The huh? bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do cut an apple, is it horizontally? You know, so across its hemisphere, I suppose. Uh, its equator. Sorry, it does have a star in the center, doesn't it? Oh, there you go, then. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's right if you cut it. That but way. isn't that all like that's with selective breeding over the years, right? Like I don't know. fruits I think... fruits Which have one? always been kind of like bananas. The original bananas before we started selectively breeding them were fucking awful. Yeah, they were just full of seeds, weren't they? Mm. They were just full of seeds and it was like leathery skin on it. Yeah. So like surely apples wouldn't have always been like that. Like the, how we have them now. Like hands uh, hands. How Harrison's a big fan Hans? of pink ladies. Am I German now? No, I, I said Han, Hans is in like Harrison's a big fan okay. and I fucked up. So Harrison's a big fan of pink ladies. I am. Which, yes. yeah. I'm sure pink ladies haven't always been like, like they would have had to come from somewhere when people have selectively bred yeah. them. I will say there's nothing more disappointing when you get a pink lady because sometimes they are the best fucking apples and sometimes they taste like you've been into a water balloon and they're just fucking shit. Such a gamble. Not a pink lady man myself. I'm just all about the uh, Granny Smiths. Granny Smith, I haven't had one of those in years, but I remember that they used to like twist my face up. They were that like tart. They were really nice. I loved them as a kid, but I don't know if I can have them now. I have weird teeth, so I struggle to eat apples. <laughs> They're on the outside of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I thought there was going to be like some kind of a thing to do with like, oh, look, my core looks really good because it's an apple, you know, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, he's actually no, got unusual teeth, yeah. I, I have... My teeth are in the wrong order. They're he's kind of like a vampire, order. so he's got his front teeth and then he's got his fangs. And no, then I've got... got I've got my two front teeth, and then on the right-hand side, my canine is right next to my uh, front tooth. Oh, okay. And then it goes back to normal. So the other side's completely normal. So it's like incisors, lateral incisor, then canine, whereas one side's uh, front teeth, canine, then lateral incisor. Yeah, so it means when he bites things, he gets stuck. So he ends up looking <laughs> like... It looks it like a pig with an apple in his mouth. Uncomfortable. So yeah. if, if you were an X-Men, because obviously you, you, maybe some mutant DNA or something like that, would you be called K-9? Is that your, is that your yeah. superhero name? Yeah, probably. I'd probably be. go for like Quick Fang or some shit like that. Quick, I like Quick Fang. There we go. That's good, yeah, actually. What, what would your superhero name be, Russ? Um, I don't know. Drink or or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would just try and trademark Laserbeak again, but again, I think that's taken, so... Nah, Has just goes by Slenderman. They, Slenderman, or the, the, the new name is uh, Pod Daddy Longlegs. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's what's been uh, christened by uh, Ryan from Shark Select. So that's now in my uh, <laughs> description on Twitter. Love it. Or Daddy yeah. Pod Legs or something. Daddy well, Pod yeah, Legs, suppose. yeah. That's yeah. good too. Yeah. yeah. Very, it's very all right. Nice. I just got, I just have him on my phone as Cast Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Cast Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, go on what's mine now say for you harrison oh you changed it recently i did change it recently let me just pull it up because it's getting quite long isn't it Uh, (laughs) It i can't even it's just just dot 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 on mine because it's so long uh it's le creme boy festo chota is fine on his own (laughs) (laughs) good god in heaven a singularity one might say (laughs) yeah Yeah, well uh, there we go (laughs) i can't even remember where it came from i know like the creamy face short boy i guess the short, like, tiny face. Yeah, the, the tiny face thing when he shaved his beard off. And something about being creamy. I don't know. A creamy, yeah, fa- yeah. a creamy face short boy. Well. Yeah. I'm 5'8", uh, dude. Yeah, I know. You're not that short. It was the short <laughs> face from the lack of beard. That was why. Yeah. When I you trim your beard and you had the short face, I was so happy. <laughs> I, I know, like, yes. <laughs> He's done it. Yeah. 
Uh, Russ, I wanted to ask you as well in in this like spooky, the spooky terms. Have you ever seen a ghost or something that you couldn't explain? Um, oh, now that is a that is a question I probably should have thought about. Um, I, not not <laughs> not not to my knowledge. I have a lot of friends who have said at various Stop bragging. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I have a lot of friends though. And then yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah, never seen a ghost, but hundreds of friends, thousands. Yes. I have the best friends. And um, one of my, actually <laughs> yesterday, I was talking to uh, one of the people I live with and she was saying that she was visited by the Banshee. Oh. And they actually did the whole, they wrapped, they wrapped her, the, the knuckles on, on her window. And then one of her relatives died, her cousin died the day after. Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, no way. Because I was kind of like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Legends, legends. And she was like, no, no. And my parents, my parents are absolutely steadfast. My mother in particular, that when her years and years and years and years ago, her, her brother died. And he's, her brother, when he was really young, had always said, the day I die, there's going to be the biggest storm in the world. I'm telling you, I'm going to make it happen. Biggest storm in Ireland. And when he did pass away, there was a, one of the first ever hurricanes in Ireland. And it was wow, crazy, wow. crazy weather for two days. So... She no staunch, staunchly believes in, in, in... See, it's stuff like that that is just kind of strange. Like, I know you could probably say you could knock that up to chance, but that is so specific that it's like, yeah, there's, there's something. There's something like it, something weird going on. Whether it's like the sheer will of someone's spirit when something happens and it's just like, when he died, I don't even know, the universe was just like, poof, you know, and it just it kicked off the storm because of that. Who knows? But yeah, because there is, is there, weird. There is some great stuff that people are like very, very specific about. How, how about how about you guys? Do you have any like specifics, or do you guys have a moment that you're like that actually cannot be explained by anything rational? There's been, yeah. I mean, for Jordan, you said you haven't really seen much, didn't you? No, I've seen certain things, but it's not weird enough. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, you can explain it away. There's this there's small things that I've had. One of my, well, it's actually my actual earliest memory and I can't explain it. I don't even know if I've told this on the podcast before, so this might be an exclusive. Uh, I have a memory of my mum and dad going to Portugal on a holiday and I remember the hotel room. I remember the swimming costume my mum wore. I remember like everything about it. I even remember them setting my dad's watch alarm because they didn't have an alarm clock in the room to make sure they got the flight back however my mum was pregnant with me at the time and i wasn't actually there Hmm. so but i remember it well technically you were there yeah i I was there but there's no way that i could remember these things using echolocation from the womb apparently yeah maybe yeah (laughs) yeah i'm like a little dolphin boy that's Um, that's that's crazy that's but really that's cool. a weird one. Yeah, and I really freaked my mum and dad out when I was a little kid telling them about that. And yeah, I, I still can't explain it because they didn't have a camera at the time. So there's no photos of the holiday. So there's no way that I could have known what the rooms or anything looked like or the fucking swimming costume my mum had. And we have another one in our family that happened with my little brother. And my my dad's dad, so my granddad on my on my dad's side, had passed away in like 1995, I think. And then my brother was born in 1997. And this was like a year, maybe he was maybe one or two. And my dad was trying to teach him to tie his laces. And my brother out of nowhere 
looked my dad right in the face. And I remember because I was stood there and he said, right in his face, right in his face, (laughs) right in his dadly face. And he said, I remember when I taught you to tie your laces when I was your dad. That's and it was just like, weird. I'm sorry, fucking what? <laughs> it was just like the weirdest statement that he would just cut. Like, he was barely speaking sentences. Where the fuck did that come from? And you wouldn't have that awareness as like no. to be to do a joke, like to kind of, oh, I'll joke about this. So like, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's not like, yeah, like it wasn't a joke. It wasn't like he laughed after. There was no following up statement. There was just that. And then they tied his laces and then we went out. Wow. Okay, so just... that second one is is also very creepy, but that first one is proper. Like that's actually like how there's just there's no explanation that I can think yeah. of for that, that as to that's why. That's like two universally creepy things that aren't necessarily ghosts. That you know you could think, oh, I saw a shadow, or oh, I saw something at the corner of my eye, or something got dropped in a room where there's nobody, like at the courthouse. You know that kind yeah. of thing, Jordan. Yeah. But that was just something that. I don't think I've ever spoken about, so I'm kind of glad I remembered to talk about that. So thank you guys for bringing that up. But because your, your, bra- right? your brain can obviously, like memories degrade and change over time and you can add yeah. bits and amend bits, but you don't, you can't create such such a long narrative from from, from nowhere. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know where they've come from. It's It's cemented in my mind that. And it has been the whole time. And like, I don't remember things from when I was, you know, I don't remember most of my childhood, but I remember that. And that's what freaks me out about it. You know, like I remember bits, I remember bits of school and I guess it's just the big points of what you remember. You remember the big weird points. You remember the weird, the big bad points and you remember the highlights. And I guess that was one of the big weird points. Okay, that's I I don't I'm not sure I want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, see you later. Just I'm off, off to Portugal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, is there anything else that you want to add to this episode? As a uh, we are ready to wrap this biz up as we're coming up on half an hour. Um, I I'd have really like I, okay. So this is uh, maybe this is a much longer discussion. So maybe I'll just ask it very quickly and get like a very two second answer or thirty second answer. No, from we're, we're happy to extend it for you. Don't worry, us. If it's something you want to discuss, bring it, it up. it's just it's, it's but it's specifically about games and and like scary games that I wanted oh, okay. your opinions on specifically. Like okay, um, and I'd like to ask Bodhi. So whatever way you want to take it, but just basically like I think games and scary games have evolved over the last few years to be something very different, and I wanted to ask you both. Do you prefer the old style of horror games, like the old, more traditional Resident Evil, Silent Hill and all that, which is very psychological, or do you prefer the what's now the kind of version of horror games, which is that first person? Like, I mean, even Resident Evil 7 changed to that style, or Resident Evil Buyer has changed to that style, the first person, and those kind of like horror games now all seem to be first person, PT, thing like that. Which yeah. style of horror games do you prefer? Uh, do you want to take that first, Jordan? Since I rambled yeah. on a lot about weird universe stuff. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> it's difficult because I really enjoy the like Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 on the PlayStation, Silent Hill. Um, but Resident Evil 7 is probably one of my favorite horror games overall. That and Dead Space. Yeah. So it, I think they both have their place. I don't think you could do a third-person horror game like... If you look at um, Resident Evil 4, for example, or Evil Within, it doesn't really work as a third-person thing anymore. 
No. no. Dead Space is the outlier for that. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, yeah, I think for, I prefer the older ones, but I'm happy that they've moved to doing first person and things now just because it works so much better. Yeah. Like nowadays. mechanically thinking, I don't think you could do Dead Space first person. I mean, you, you could do it, but I don't think it would work as well because of like the it, spatial it, it'd awareness. It would be an entirely different game. But yeah. that's like, if you look at Dead Space is really the only thing that's done it right recently because the evil within is not scary. Um, hey, that big fucking spider lady is pretty scary when she's chasing you around that room. But other than that, yeah. that That's basically it. Like Resident Evil 4 is not really scary. But if you look no. at the original Resident Evil, because there's such a an overwhelming sense of dread with it. Yeah. And like you're almost helpless because of the controls and the layout. They they were like genre defining. But the genre now is like if you play Resident Evil 7, it's got the atmosphere and the first person stuff really like tunnel vision. You just, you know that scary shit's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, it, it's definitely best going forward in first person, but I, I do prefer the older ones just for how, even if you play them now, they're still scary. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it comes down to a lot of the tone of the... St- it's kind of hard to describe, actually. The style of... The juice. The juice of the game. Yeah, that's a good, very good point pulling out there, John. Yeah, it's it's the style and the juice. I think that in the old style games, when it's third person, perhaps maybe when you're younger, you feel that you can connect with a third person character more. You don't need as much to be immersed. But in an adult brain maybe you you feel like you need a first person game to experience the horror as much so you feel more like you're situated in there because most people when they get older they tend to find that they don't have as much of an imagination yeah, and that's that and that's just what happens as you get older you know that and with stuff looking worse back then as well mm-hmm. it's easier to project scarier imagery onto those models yeah yeah because yeah, you can is. see the zombies in Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, yeah, you're and right, that's yeah. it's like oh they're terror they're really scary, but it's nothing compared to what your mind can come up with. Yeah, in the older ones when you were making them more scary when you're trying to look at those blurred polygons on a CRT TV. Yeah, and you're like <laughs> I don't want to look at it. Yeah, uh, and I think that I don't know. I've been more scared by some small 2D indie games particularly recently, I suppose, than I have been by fully, you know, completely photorealistic first-person games. Darkwood is a yeah, great like, example. Yeah, like you said, Darkwood is really, really scary. And I'm playing a game at the moment called A Night in the Woods. And it's not particularly a horror game. It's not supposed to be a scary game. Well, I suppose it's got horror elements, let's say that, because it's set at Halloween. It's the perfect game to play now. If you're looking for a game to play, it's on Game Pass. I might Pass. give that a go, actually. I've heard Honestly, it's Honestly, dude, check it out. I am really, really enjoying it. It's more of a narrative-based game about a character coming home to her hometown after I've dropping out of college. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it's very cartoony. Like, you know, it's like almost like a papercraft-style game, and you play as this little cat with her friends that are different animals. But there's certain parts, like when you go through her dreamscapes and you go through graveyards, the, the atmosphere they create with the sound is absolutely brilliant. It, another I am prime so example. impressed. Another prime example of a game that's not a horror game, but is scary, uh, is either Gone Home, oh, which yeah, is literally that's a walking simulator about walking through a house. Yep. I was terrified there was going to be jump scare the entire game just because of the atmosphere. 
and yeah. um, and the ending so of good Edith. as well. I've, yes, and what remains of Edith Finch? That is brilliant. That is such a good I've game. I've not finished that yet. I need to finish it. But it's you like do, dude, yeah. there's something about the isolation in it where the the environments are so expertly crafted and like you can feel the love that it feels like a real house or a real yeah. location. So you're so scared for you know what that situation is like being in a house alone scared. That's a real thing and you project that straight onto the character. Yeah, you do. And you get like in a feedback loop of the character giving it back to you because you're walking through yeah, this exactly. space, you know? Even though nothing's been done, nothing's been said, it's dead silent, you know? Yeah. I actually completed it in one go. Sweet. We yeah. rambled straight through that for like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Was that okay for you, Ross? Did that... Uh that give you some insight on the horror yeah games. yeah and there were some very illuminating parts there like uh, how you were said about the perspective is is important and how mm-hmm. you you can identify with the character but i guess that's where my my divergence is because i love resident evil 7 i played it in vr and yep i felt like the scares were happening to me and i felt like the tower was happening to me and i lived Especially that <laughs> yeah and i, I lived yeah. that adventure essentially instead of it watching it unfold but at the same time, I think then there is a layer from that, that that has to be sacrificed, which is, for instance, Silent Hill 2 is, the, the for me, the perfect horror game. And I think it's masterfully done how, yeah. because you're, you, you control the character, but you're not the character, it can tell you things about the character you play and the way you're playing that affect the story in the end and affect the outcome and affect what's happening that I think you don't get from these like some of the first person ones where you don't have a character as such because even Resident Evil 7 yeah. you don't really necessarily care about the character it's happening to you're just putting yourself as that character so then it's like even so say Resident Evil 8 is going to follow the same main character who I believe is called Ethan but does I'm anybody excited for that yeah but does anybody care that's Ethan specifically or are you just looking forward to the fact that it's going to happen again in first person to you you know so there is an element there that I feel is being lost in that translation which is an absolutely fine trade off because it allows for different different scares and different experiences but yeah i do find that like i said silent hill 2 for me is the master of horror because it can use a character in a way that these first person games can't because You're scared for the character not yourself yeah, yeah yeah and it can even make the character do something not to spoil silent hill 2 maybe but y- y- the character you play as can do something that you ne- you don't like but it can happen in the past whatever but the first person games can't really do that because you see yeah. yourself playing it and you see yourself doing it regardless yeah. of whether you want it so i think that's again a narrative thing that's taken away from you but but i i you, you totally called it all the points you said were, were correct and i would agree with 90 percent of them so oh great yeah i i think that's quite a quite a a good dualistic way of looking at it like you said then so if it's a third person game i almost imagine it like you're reading a really good horror story and you're Mm. scared because of what you're reading whereas if you're playing a first person game it's more like you're having a nightmare and like you're having to experience it yeah that's a brilliant way to put it it's an experiential thing as opposed to a perceptual thing yeah yeah i think that's that's the only way i can really like analogize it and analogize it Anal guys, it you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, it's just I was I was just thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I really wanted to get your guys' take on it because I thought, and I was right that it would be interesting and fascinating to hear your thought processes and why you arrived at such a thought process. 
Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like we just ramble shit, and I think sometimes it may sound a little more like it makes sense than it it does. It's yeah, I feel that on it, a personal it, it level. It comes across that we're kind of talking through a problem in your own head, though. Sometimes, and I guess that can make you arrive at a place. But that's what people. I don't know. That's what. That's the good thing about these things. You you want to show thought processes because I yeah. feel like showing a result is not good enough, especially to do with something like this, like. Silent Hill, Resident Evil, these games have such long legacies that I think it's important to talk through them and see why we've evolved the way we have. Specifically Resident Evil, which essentially changed the entirety of its gameplay to suit what's oh, It's changed to everything mm-hmm. more than once. Yeah. That, that's very true, yeah. yeah. But it's got... It's, it's, it's been so many different things. Uh, sorry, yeah, it's been so... Like, it did, um, it did first person years ago with Resident Evil Survivor, didn't it? The first person PlayStation 1 that's shooter. That's true, it did. And then they moved away from that because they were like, that fucking sucked. And then they moved back to it. <laughs> yeah. But isn't yeah, that... You couldn't execute it back then. Yeah. Isn't that interesting though that it's gone from a trend setter to a trend follower? Whereas Silent Hill, yeah. which was the original trend follower, made PT, which became essentially what was the trend setter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? You're very insightful in games, Ross. It's almost like you should have a video game podcast as well. I mean, almost, almost, but not yeah. quite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely have you back to talk about some more games without a doubt. 100%. Yeah, man. For sure. sure. Looking forward uh, to it. Right. Us. Shall we wrap this up here? This has been another fucking sweet episode. Thank you for joining us again, Russ. Do you want to fill the listeners in again in case this is their first episode and let them know where they can find you? Uh, you can find us at, at @capunderstands on Twitter. Just look up I Understood That Reference podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's hosted by myself and Rob, and we're Irish, and we do stuff like <laughs> games and comics and stuff like that that is interesting and fun. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And what about us, yep. J-Man? Where can they find us? You can find us everywhere at Grief Burrito. Literally everywhere. Check Indeed. under your bed now. We are right there. Sniffing but yeah, we'd mattress. both recommend. Obviously, we I understand that. Re- the, 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 I understand that reference. Um, great show, really interesting. Great, good hosts, as you can tell from this good episode hosts. as well. Yes, the goodest hosts, I would say. And good uh, hosts, please everybody. leave them a five star review on everything you can. As you, it, it's like gold dust to podcasters. You have no idea how much it makes a difference to help us all find new listeners and grow our shows. It really does help. And uh, make sure to drop us a follow as well, and check us out on all the socials that Jordan mentioned before. And OutpostCon 2020, we will be live on the 25th, which is the Sunday at what time did I say? 9 a.m. Was it? 5 p.m. BST. Yeah, 5 p.m. BST, 9 a.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time. And we'll be live talking about more horror games. So if you enjoyed this talk that we've just had now with Ross, we're going to be continuing this kind of thing on then as well. So thank you guys for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Stay spooky. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.